What is poppin' everybody at home? Welcome back to the Music Corner Rest 808s. My name is Nate. It's your boy Trent. Bastion. And today, it's concert episode day. Uh, we talked about this last week. We were going to talk about some fun moments, some interesting moments at our concerts that we've been to, uh, our favorites, our least favorites, everything. We're going to talk about it all. So, with that out of the way, let's start with Sebastian here on what your first ever concert was. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I, I did say I grew up a metalhead, and I did. There was no doubt in my mind from out of the womb to now I was raised with metal. I did, however, have a very poppy phase at uh, age, I would say, six, because that was like around the same time I also saw Mushroom Head. So um, as a six-year-old, I went to go see with my mom at the House of Blues, Mitchell Muso and a couple of our Disney stars perform songs <laughs> from Disney Channel. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like is, is it the guy from Wizards of Waverly Place? No, he was from Hannah Montana. No. Hannah Montana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Even better. Yeah, I don't know why. I just really, really enjoyed enjoyed Disney songs. I think the Jonas Brothers might have been there too. I don't know. I was never <laughs> More than likely. Yeah, I was never a fan of them as much just because like even like they were too much for me. Like I liked Mitchell Buso for some reason, and then I liked uh What's her name? Emily Osmond. That was like probably the only two I really liked. Damn. All right. Well, From like way back when, if I can remember properly, because I didn't even like Hannah Montana that much. Right. Right. Wise. The show was pretty fun for me as a child. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Uh, Trent, what was your first show? Um, as a kid, we went to like a lot of the um orchestral shows uh that we had at blossom like uh the fourth of july ones the star wars ones we went to those a lot uh if we do if we are counting those um the first one that i went to was like they were the first one that i remember uh from being that young was like one of the um fourth of july ones but if we're going like actual concerts um then i can i cannot remember what my first one was oh really uh it was it was they were within five days of each other oh okay okay that makes sense <laughs> it was my freshman year it was either van halen or motley crew and i cannot remember which one was first damn dude but that's still but either way that, that was my first two yeah i just i cannot remember which one came first. i want to say van halen came first i think yeah i yeah i will go with van halen was first and then Motley Crue five days after. <laughs> and that was when they played that their farewell tour thing, the first farewell the tour. The second it was the second farewell that tour was the for second? Motley Crue. Oh shit. It was the second one, twenty fifteen. <laughs> yep, I was at that one with Alice yeah. Cooper. Yeah. That was a good It was show. the the Q. Mm-hmm. That was a great mm -hmm. show. Yeah. And then yeah, so Van Halen was first. That was with uh um fucking David Lee Roth. Mm -hmm. And that was at Blossom, right? Yeah, yeah that, was at, that one was at Blossom. It was, uh, I don't even know who opened. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I don't even remember anyone being advertised that was big opening. I'm sure yeah. like a smaller band from that uh, classic rock genre. But good shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good show. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of on the same boat here with you. Uh, where my first, like, concert, like, if we want to, like, do first actual, actual show, it was a uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra at the Q. 
a pretty lit show, of course. Bro, that was your first? Mm-hmm. As like, Bro, I didn't see them until, like, 2016. <laughs> yeah, I saw them, like, mid-2000s. I was, like, that was with my mom. It was a really cool show. Um, Damn. But... I haven't seen them oh, really? They're, they're good. Like, once you... I've seen them twice, so, like, it was the same experience. But, like, once you've seen it, it's it's a good experience once the first time you see it. It's so good. Um, but my first actual show show, if we're going to consider like, you know, an artist that we know, uh, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd performed the wall in its entirety. That was my first actual like concert concert. Uh, and it was awesome because at the time Pink Floyd was my all time favorite band. I mean, they still are up there because it's Pink Floyd. Hello. Um, but yeah, Roger Waters, dude, he, everything about that show was incredible like he still sounded amazing the whole band sounded tight even though it's not the original members but still and just of course like the visuals because during that set they were building a wall literally up like they did i think in like the 80s when they performed 80s or 70s when they performed this album in its entirety built the whole wall and then you got like some like you know animations and like videos on the wall screen and then in the second half of the album you get more animation stuff until like the end where they collapse the wall and it was it was incredible it was such a great experience first time i ever smelt weed live too so there's that <laughs> <laughs> there was that experience um yeah <laughs> That's funny. That reminds me of a little thing. Um, my dad, when we went to go see Motley Crue, since it was enclosed in the queue, he was like, all right, first 10 seconds of the show, hold your breath. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, why? He like, hold your breath. And we get there. I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah. Is that grass? Yeah. I love it. All right. Uh, now we're going to move on to the uh, the more fun one, I guess we could say. Our favorite concert and least favorite concert. But we'll start with – actually, we'll start with our least favorite. Uh, and I'll actually start us off with this one. My least favorite show – what I have for me personally is like a little bit of a runner-up because I've had a couple least favorite shows as well as a couple favorite shows. My runner-up – this is going to surprise you guys, but I'll explain – uh, the Deftones and Rise Against co-headliner show is one of my least favorite shows for the sole purpose, and I might have told you guys this separately, of the sound mixing for that show. Whoever was on that duty w- did a horrible fucking job. Like, I think you have brought that up before. Wait, what was that? I, I might have. What would you say, Sebastian? I was like, sound mixing can really make or break like a concert, even for me. Like I, I'll tell you mine after you guys are done, obviously. Right, and yeah, I think I did Trent too, like where I did mention this before. But man, yeah. I cannot express how bad that sound was. It was only for the bass drum though, and like that might not sound like a big deal, but when all you hear is like every like you know second i'm like i'm going deaf i'm gonna go deaf it was mainly because uh the band that opened uh well the main band that opened thrice uh you might have heard of them before their their whole set was an entire and they're like they're post-hardcore alternative rock like i was like you're not even a metal band like maybe you have some heavy songs but what the fuck and then like deftones was actually the most fine set but between deftones and thrice playing um that little intermission 
the music was bass music. It was only bass music, and they still had that cranked all the way up. Like, just every second, it's like... <laughs> for 30 minutes, constant... I'm like, you're fucking kidding me, right? Like, you looked over, and people were actually, like, rubbing their ears. Like, man, I think we're going to deaf the show. <laughs> like, it's we should have happen. put a disclaimer out before this episode. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll put one in the description. Don't you yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah. You have to feel what I felt, okay? And that's exactly how I felt. So, yeah, that was very unfortunate. No, I understand. That was very unfortunate. But the least favorite show, the genuine least favorite one I had was uh, – Unfortunately, and I mentioned this in a previous episode, uh, Deep Purple at Blossom, when I played a few years back with Alice Cooper, that was a very bad show on Deep Purple's end. I mean, Alice Cooper, man, kills it every time he goes. Editor one or two. Ooh, baby. Right, exactly. So good. But then Deep Purple goes on, and I'm like, you know, I'm not like, you know. I'm not not excited, and I'm not like, whoa, but like, I'm like, all right, here we go, Deep Purple, classic band here. Whew, the most boring set I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen local acts open. Like, some of them aren't the best, and this was like the next tier of how bad it could get. I was just... You really thought it was that bad? I did, dude. Unfortunately, I did. I, that was the only show, only concert I've ever been to where I almost fell asleep. I actually almost fell asleep, and I was like, why is this happening? I've never felt this before of how bored I am right now. I mean, I'm just glad we were sitting in, like, a chair. I was like, all right, I guess I can get comfy here. Bro, I fell asleep during The Who. Really? Wait, was that the orchestra one? Yeah. Okay, well, I can understand that, though. Well, the thing that pissed me off about that one, and I'll just do this a little bit here. Um, They, like... All the song they like messed up all the songs. Oh, the yeah. Orchestra? So like or the, band? The, the orchestra was great. No, orchestra was great, but like for "Won't Get Fooled Again," they did like a quarter of it and then moved on. <laughs> I was wow. like, I, I want to hear the yeah. Like that's that's what I came here for, you know. Or at least and I, and I didn't get. That. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like I want to hear I want to hear my shit. Although that they did play they did play squeeze box, so I was okay. Right, right, but that's that's a shame. I was gonna say I've yeah. seen I've seen them live. I'll mention that like later because that was actually one of my other moments that I'll have for when we get to the end here. But mm, uh, yeah. Trent, go ahead and uh, take it away with your least favorite. We'll go all least favorites and then come back. All least favorites, yeah. I it, it's hard to pick a least favorite because you know I I've been to a lot a lot of shows, um, and if God if I. If I like, it's not. This isn't going to be about the band. Um, this is. I'm also going to go with Nate here. This one's more about the sound. Uh, I went and saw um, Maiden Voyage with um, fuck. What the hell were they called? Oh, the Four Horsemen. Hmm. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've heard of them. I don't but. think I have. So Maiden Voyage is Iron Maiden cover band, and the Four Horsemen is uh, fucking. Metallica cover band like they are the greatest oh. Metallica cover band in the US mm-hmm. um, and they are they were honestly when you know what I'll put that as my least favorite show Metallica honestly my least favorite show oh because it was disappointing was that the one that they played like recently a couple years ago few years ago yeah they it was like it was yeah last year 20 or well not two years ago 2019 
Okay. In February. Yeah. When they came, it was disappointing. They literally played all the hits, and I was like, I want to hear some other stuff. Yeah, I had the same issue. But like, yeah, and I was I was so like mad, like a little a little kid. They asked like who the youngest kid in the audience was, and the kid was like three years old, four years old, and they're like, oh, what song do you want to hear? And he said, Orion. the 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 forty year old said Orion, and the the guy or the comedian or whatever that they had opening up. Was which was whack. They had a comedian oh, opening yeah, that was up. A, that was a what's his face? Uh, Jim Brewer, right? Yeah, I, he's as funny. great as as great as he was. He, you know, it, I actually laughed a few times. Like it was pretty good, but it was just so weird. But like a, a, a four year old asks if you can play Orion and you don't play Orion, like, are you kidding me? Like I know that like you have like a set list to go by, but like I'm sure you can change something in there to make this kid's day mm-hmm. or life even, you know. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I was the kid that asked them to play Orion, and they did for me, you know? Right. So exactly. I'll put that one as, like, least favorite show because I was disappointed. But back to Maiden Voyage and um, and Four Horsemen, uh, when it was – that was literally them two only. Um, so, oh, fuck, I just thought of another one too. Damn it. Fuck, this is – I'm literally thinking of bands – now as i come up um <laughs> who sucked live let's think about yeah that. quiet riot quiet i'm not even surprised they don't even have the original i saw list. quiet riot yeah well because kevin dubrow passed away right. a lot of the band members passed away i saw um quiet Riot with uh, frankie benelli before he sadly passed away last year um and it was just like it was good you know because you know i every i, I grew up with quiet riot so it, it was fun because i you know i went with my dad and my brother and brandon we just had it we had a good a good night um but overall it was just like you know it, it was okay the the band that opened up it was it was two openers but they were the same people um oh. it was just like it was like they had like a joke bit and like an actual bit and they were actually they, they actually you know I'll, I'll give them credit they were pretty good it was kind of funny um because they were like uh the fucking the village people outfits Oh, <laughs> and like right, the right. first half, it's like the drummer had like the Indian gear on, and the <laughs> fuckless had like the weird cop fucking whatever stripper thing. It was fun, um, but yeah, Quiet Riot. I'll say it was like um, my least favorite, just because you know it was okay. But finally, getting back to Maiden Voyage, um, their sound guy messed up their um, their lead singer's vocals. So for the first half of uh, Maiden Voyage's set, or like the first like four songs. His mic kept cutting out, cutting out, cutting out, cutting out, cutting out. Couldn't hear him. Jesus Christ! I'm yeah, it's like, oh, the guy walked off like four times because he was pissed off. Because <laughs> like he'd start singing and his mic would cut out, and he you could just see it in his eyes. They finally got it fixed, but like, oh man, I un- I just understand. Which actually funny about that show, the guitarist for that for Maiden Voyage was actually standing behind us um, during Four Horsemen. Oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah, because like he was like, he did not fit at all. He had a, a Judas Priest firepower shirt with a white long sleeve under it, and like he looked like he was probably like thirty. He was clean shaven, short hair, and like all the other guys on stage had you know longer hair, scruffy beards, and everything. So like it was easy to pick out. But I, I you know, I was, I was people watching you know during intermission, you know, while um, 
uh, four horsemen were given their little spiel. And I like Brandon knocks and he like knocks me on the shoulder. He goes, dude, is that the guitarist for Maiden Void? And I turn around and I you know, just like kind of look at him. Oh yeah, whatever. I'm like, oh shit, that is. <laughs> like, oh, so that was cool. Yeah. Sebastian, I'll, I'll let you take it away. I think I know which one you're going to do though. So actually I have, uh, I was going to do a different one originally, but now that we're talking about sound messing things up, I got a big one. So uh, last year, or actually 20, yeah, 2019, I, because obviously 2020, nothing happened. Um, 2019, <laughs> I went to Sonic Temple. You know, I always tell the oh, story. Oh, yeah. Good show overall. But I'm going to tell you the one thing I was looking forward for, and it completely disappointed me just to the point where I left halfway through the set. System of a Down. Uh, as much as I love them, as much as they are a huge childhood classic to just every song I can play on bass, you know, being the first, like, band I can actually master a whole song for on the bass, all that kind of stuff. I just, for some reason, Serge Tankion's voice was pitched up to chipmunk levels the whole time, and I thought it was going to be a gag because first the show started and then they're like okay we have technical difficulties right when bob started playing that was the opening song so during the you know it starts like playing and then before the vocals even cue in darren just stops and he's like sorry technical difficulties fuck the system and then they left for 30 minutes came back and then started up it sounded way better instrumentally but then Surge came in with his voice. I'm like, why is he doing chipmunk voice? Okay, maybe this is just for this song. Whatever, they do weird shit live. And then next song cues up. It's my favorite song by them. Question. Chipmunk voice. The whole time. And then Surge <laughs> even screamed with it. And it was ear piercing. And I was wearing earmuffs. Like, I just could not stand it. To the point where I asked my friend, I'm like, dude, we gotta go. And it was like... We, we stayed for like two more songs just to see and next two songs yeah it was just shit and then we just left and then um so getting to my least favorite show i've ever seen uh you guys probably know it because i've talked about it to you guys personally but scott wyland performing live yep. at the House of yep yep that's so, exactly the one i was thinking about <laughs> uh, you know as you guys know dad passed away 2012 same year we went to go see scott wyland in honor of my dad because that's his favorite artist um vocally speaking and uh, we go to see him and i've seen stone temple pilots before that with my dad and mom and we had an excellent time one of my favorite shows but with scott wyland uh the cover band it was like there's a cover band performing before them i think they did pearl jam covers which fit pretty well with the show uh and then like after that, they uh, they finally come on. It's all the bandmates for the Wildabouts because it's not like it's not Stone Temple Pilots, it's just Scott Wyland. All the musicians are there. They're all set up and tuned. And 30 minutes go by, and I'm like waiting. I'm like, okay, everybody else seems ready. They're just standing there. 40 minutes go by. Just standing there. 50 minutes go by. Still there. And then uh, finally, after like an hour and 10 minutes, Scott Weiland shows up like he's like barely he's like wobbling and just like he just looks like a fucking wreck and I'm like okay this is this is not gonna be good and I was like 12 so I was like really just not I was not looking for it like I was like genuinely concerned about what he was doing and I 
as I know now, he probably was on heroin or something. Um, he completely slurred every word to his set to the point where they started basically just doing Stone Temple Pilots songs just so he can remember words. If that's, I mean, that's how I took it because like he did two solo songs I haven't really heard of because I didn't really listen too much of his solo work. And he was like butchering every word. He was coming in at very random times. And uh, after that, he did like a Doors cover. And that was the only song he did okay. And then he also shouted out the wrong city uh. while he was like, he was like, what's up, Pennsylvania? And, he's like, <laughs> and everybody just kind of sits there like, what the shit? Like, the only memorable part of that show for me was catching the hat that he wore and keeping it. That's the only thing that I remember fondly from the show was catching his hat and then going home later because it was just a wreck. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have been ecstatic if that happened to me too. I was gonna say too. Let's not forget that, like, literally five years ago, when he did pretty much his only Loudwire interview, he literally stated, and I quote, "It's been 13 years since I stopped doing drugs." Like, no, don't lie to us. Even like the interview, he was just like, or, or the interviewer was like, "You're full of shit," but okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just so sad though. It, it, I, I felt so bad because he was a true talent, and uh, if it wasn't for drugs, I think he could have been just one of the biggest, like, performers after the grunge era ended. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I mean, Velvet Revolver, I was they so, were good. so, like, happy that those band members of Guns N' Roses teamed up with him because, like, I, I don't like Axel, and hearing someone else, like, Sing with their instrumentals made me love Slash and Duff McKagan even more than I did beforehand. You know, right? Exactly. Um, but getting away from the uh, the sadder parts and least favorites, let's go back to the favorites. Let's go back to some of our favorite concerts that we've ever been to, or the number one favorite, rather. Uh, and Sebastian, I'll start it back off with you. Then, what was your favorite concert you've ever been to? Uh, so this one, it's going to be a tie. I'm going to go into brief for one of them because Tool, uh, you know, it was a cool concert I saw with my uh, lovely partner and my mom. And uh, during the concert, actually, my mom found out that she had a business partner that was like directly next to the stage. And keep in mind, before this, we had nosebleed. So we were we were like, you know, pretty far away. And then like all of a sudden we get a call and they're like, hey, like, we have a penthouse and everything, like, all the way down next to the stage because I heard your son's, like, a huge fan and stuff like that to my mom, and then they were, like, and my mom was, like, hell yeah, so we go down there, and then, like, you know, we're all just, like, watching Tool, and I, I'm, like, directly, like, right by Justin Chancellor the whole time, and I'm just watching, like, I, like, I'm watching all of them because I love all the members, but, like, Justin Chancellor is just such a just awesome bass player, and I love watching everything that man does on the Face, but um yeah and then uh the actual like concert i can consider to be probably my favorite just because of the surprise element i've never been a huge fan of ramstein throughout my youth oh and uh i over the summer of 2019 2019 will probably be my best concert year ever um, i'm still mad about it <laughs> <laughs> like i went to europe with nate uh, and we got tickets to Ramstein because they were like, uh, how much were they? Like 
30 bucks or whatever I paid for them. Something like that. Yeah, surprisingly cheap than I would have ever thought. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were like 30 bucks. And it was in a FIFA World Cup stadium. You know, it was this huge – like, you can ask Nate. Like, it was, like, insanely big. It was the biggest venue I've ever been to easily. Yeah, and we were, like, in the very top. You know, we didn't – I didn't buy, like, that close to seats because I, I didn't really care. I just wanted to hear the music more than anything. But we still had pretty good views because TVs and – everything beforehand so first person that comes up it's just like amazing uh piano player i don't like saying the official term because it sounds like penis um, <laughs> but i i still love piano players so much uh and she did like ramstein covers but all instrumental and she did like semen, it was like, two like i don't know if you knew but it was two piano players oh yeah 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 it was two people yeah and they were both like really fucking good they were um and uh yeah i just i loved every second of that and then ramshine came on i was legit terrified at first because i i thought i walked into like a third reich like conspiracy like things they were like shouting like they were like they were like repeating mein Kampf, and they're like they had nazi flags beyond you remember it there's a fucking podium I was good. right. I don't think it was a Nazi flag, but it was definitely like resemblance it had of the it. Eagle on it and like the cross and shit too. Right, right. It felt very, you know, <clears throat> this happens. This happens. I was gonna say it felt very cult like. Yeah, but it was awesome nonetheless. Like my favorite part was uh, I forgot the exact song because I'm still I still listen to them a lot, but I really don't know the names of songs. Mm -hmm. Call me a fake fan or what you will. They're amazing. <laughs> um. It well, it's so German. Funny. You don't really know German, so. Yeah, and, like, I'm <clears throat> pronouncing the names because I just don't know how to. Yeah. Like Spanish, you know, I come from a place of very fast-talking, you know, S-using people. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, with, with the song, they had uh, a giant baby carriage with, like, I presume, <laughs> like, some kind of demon or something. And then there was, like, a flamethrower, and they were, like, using different ones. And then there was, like, the bassist was in a pot, and the fucking... Uh, keyboard players on a treadmill the whole time and then there was like an EDM section it was like the EDM the section was so cool when they had like the light yeah. suits and like the synchronized dancing that was insane that was there only like two songs I think that could that could be it was either uh, Sona or Motar whichever one has like a piano ballad kind of thing going like an electric piano ballad I, bro you're you're talking Ramshine and piano <laughs> ballads like it was only that though I don't know if they're I I don't listen to their whole discography either. I don't know. I mean, I, that could be so many songs. So gotcha. Got to listen to them more. I'm still mad that I did not get to go to that. I was working, and I couldn't get off. That was at Paris, though. I don't think you would have been able to make it. Bro, I had the money. Oh, really? I had yeah, the I money to go. Invited, uh, yeah, I originally invited Trent. And it just sadly it fell through. Uh, yeah, he he was like the extra plane ticket too. He was like, "Yo, can you go?" I was like, "I cannot get off work because <clears throat> I have to give at least a two week notice that I'm I'm going somewhere and taking mm -hmm. off at work." Right, right. And I'm just like, if I'm just like, yeah, I have have to go to Europe like right now. <laughs> just like, mm, well, I, yeah, okay. I, I try my for two weeks. Yeah, I try. My yeah, make it, like as like far notice as possible. Yeah, and like if. If I would have known, oh my god, dude, I that would have been my number one show. Mm -hmm. oh, Absolutely, it was so good. You guys would have had me as an interpreter, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> 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 
<clears throat> yeah. What did he say, Trent? What did he say? Uh, but Trent, go ahead. Uh, you can take it away with your favorites. Or favorite. Uh, my favorite. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I'm looking at the lister that we have. So favorite concert and favorite band. Um, if not part of your favorite concert, yeah. band's pretty much the same. Everybody knows this because I talk about it all the time. Um, favorite concert I've been to and favorite band that I have seen live is Ghost. That will forever be my favorite show. Mm-hmm. And I know I've, I, I remember talking about it to Sebastian before he went to Sonic Temple. And he was like, dude, I don't understand how you like ghosts. Like, I don't, I don't know. And then Sebastian sees him live and he was like, holy shit. Like, the, the ghost, if you don't really like their music, I say it a lot of, about a lot of bands. If you don't like the music, just go see the show. Like, if not to just go somewhere and, you know, listen to the music, like, it's so good. And, like, <clears throat> I keep little things from shows because that's just how I do it. So, like, I still have um, confetti from that show. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, from Ghost, yeah. I have – I <laughs> the most confetti I ever got at a show was about – like, I had to stuff it under my shirt to get past security, but it was the long strands, like, like yard strands of confetti – from kiss and i have a bundle of that like i have so much from kiss but like yeah i keep i keep a bunch of shit um but no ghost will forever be my favorite show that i've seen live um because they really did just put on an amazing concert and i i love ghost uh number two though uh is tool like sebastian because that show i even even just saying it i just got like this chill because that was amazing because you weren't allowed to have your phone out <clears throat> and that made the concert 100 better not even gonna lie mm-hmm. if you ever go to a show try not to look at your phone or just try it because it you really just get involved with the show and t- tool they had the music videos playing in the fucking background for some of the songs so it was just oh it was so good like i think it was uh like the 46 and two music video. I think I remember, but and then they also my, did vicarious too. vicarious. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they had the fucking worm thing coming yeah. around. Yeah. But the best, the best song from that concert for me, and whenever I listen to it, I still just like close my eyes. And I'm, I I'm there at the, at the fucking show um, is uh Numa because like the lasers and the lights for that one Oh my god. Like I can't I can't put into words how amazing it was. That song. Like I mean it, it's a long song anyway. It's like 11 minutes or whatever. But after that show I actually learned Numa because it then became one of my favorite Tool songs because I saw it live. Um but yeah, fa- that would that's pretty much my favorite concert and band. One of like uh I kind of have one as like Sebastian though like like getting a uh, like the VIP area. Um, when I went and saw Guns N' Roses for the first time in Pennsylvania, uh, Wait, we were... People... Oh, you were there too? That's right, because Wolfmother opened. At Heinz opened. Field. Wolf yeah, because yeah. Wolfmother opened, yeah. Um, we were top of the nosebleeds, like last... And like, if anybody knows Heinz Field, Heinz Field's fucking huge. It is pretty It's big. a football field. And like, all the way top of the nosebleeds, you can't say shit. Um, <laughs> but we got there early... And we were talking to the girl because my dad brought brought binoculars just in case. And though we asked this lady who was, you know, talking about uh, because they have a handbag policy at Heinz Field, um, and 
my dad was like, Hey, you know, just a quick question. You know, we have binoculars. Um, are they allowed to be brought in? And the lady was like, Oh, just a quick question. Where are you at? And he's like, my dad points. Cause you could see, he's like, you see that, that section right there all the way at the fucking top. We're in the hot one. And the lady was like, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. Since you asked me, she goes, try and get in line first to get up there. And we are like, okay. And we were like third in line, I think. And we're walking up, walking up, walking up. And Heinz Field, oh my, those the fucking ramps to get up there. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and like halfway, there's this guy in the table with the top section blocked off. And he goes, he's asking people where their seats are. He's taking their tickets and giving them other ones. And we get up to the table and the guy's like, oh, you know, where are you guys at? And we, my dad tells him a section number. We give him our tickets. He gives us ours. He goes, oh, yep. He goes, here are these, you know, three new tickets. He's like, go in that door right there. We walk in. It's the fucking club section. Oh, damn. We got upgraded to club seats. That's for sick. Guns N' Roses. And we and it was a hot ass day. It was like, what, like 97 something degrees. And it was just stale air. So it was hot as hell. Yeah, I was just glad it was going to be the night soon. So that way, like, yeah, cool down. But yeah, it was pretty hot. Yeah. And we got to sit in the AC the entire time. And then when Guns N' Roses came out, fuck, dude. So nice. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah, that's that's a good one I have. So that ain't taking away. Yeah. So my runner up one that I had, uh, surprisingly, this is going to probably surprise both of you guys but ajr when i saw them uh 2019 in columbus i i was blown away of how good that show was it was like the music they sounded perfect live and they like had like theatrics going on during their whole set like whether it was something going on the the screen or whether they were like actually doing something like you know uh, like with like different instruments or whatever it was quite a show and i was literally so blown away of how good that was i mean i can't describe it to you it was just kind of a you had to be there kind of thing to get it but whew, i will never forget that one but i will always say that my favorite show still to this day because of the story and everything was seeing lincoln park in indianapolis in 2015 uh it was of mice and men rise against and lincoln park and I, I, it was the first time I ever saw My Mice Men 2, and uh, I wasn't really into – that was, like, right before I got into, uh, like, that metalcore style, you know? And actually, wait, was that 20 – was that 2014 or 15? No, no, that that was 2015. Yeah, that was 2015. And uh, – the whole, all of their sets were awesome, right? And then Lincoln Park came on stage, and Chester is on, like, this, a scooter kind of thing. His He broke his leg that day of the show, I'm pretty sure. It was either that day or, like, the day before. But I'm pretty sure I remember I watched, like, a little mini documentary about it. And, like, he they were playing basketball earlier that day, and he fell on his leg wrong, and he fucking broke his leg. I'm like, dude! How do you do this? <laughs> so he's performing the entire show on the scooter thing. It's like one where like you have you put your knee up on the scooter and then like you just stand on the other leg. The whole show, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole show, he was like that. And I have to give that man credit because they played over twenty songs, if I'm not mistaken. And like you, um, everything sounded great. This is the second time I saw Lincoln Park, by the way. And the first time, while it was still solid this was the best time because i think it had the better set list and like they also brought out austin carlisle from a mice and men at the time to do faint and then they brought uh tim the vocalist of rise against to do bleed it out with them at the very end and everything was so great and all and then 
the next day they canceled the rest of the tour and it was only the third show the third show of this like 15 20 date tour they canceled everything because chester had to get surgery he, he broke his leg you know i was like we got insanely lucky like with that one and like you couldn't have gotten any better than that everything was just mwah, it was perfect and even our seats were solid too like it was kind of weird though to see like because this was at uh, the stadium where uh, I believe the, their basketball team plays. And it was just so weird to see, like, the floor. I'm so used to seeing it, like, filled with seats of people, like, sitting there and enjoying it. But it was, like, a pit area. But there was so much open room in the back because, I mean, the show wasn't sold out by any means. And there's just so much room. And then when you get closer to the front of the stage, there's, like, a, of course, like, a ton of people and it's like that's just so weird like you would think like i don't know like they would try to fill that up but i mean i guess you know what can you do you know so yeah that was definitely my favorite show and honestly like we'll go in we're going into this now the uh you know favorite band is all live i would say lincoln park is like definitely up there too everything about them was just amazing when i saw them uh perform and everything they're such a good band i'm very unfortunate that chester passed and the band is probably done but i'm sure they're gonna do something with like unreleased material in the years to come and they might even tour again so you never know uh and i know trent already said his uh, sebastian was your favorite band you saw live at anyone different from your favorite concert i'll actually throw in a different one just so you know sake just uh diversity no. So another uh, band I actually saw live that I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of, I, I know they make not the best music sometimes because every band has its weak points. Believe me, this band has plenty, uh, but Green Day, man, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Jesus of Suburbia is one of my favorite songs ever, uh, you know, very much close to number one, just depending on the day, if you ask me. Uh, it just, the fact that they did it live, the fact that they did Hey Jude randomly, just like, while Billy Joe was on the floor, just basically screaming into the mic, I don't know, it was just, it worked to be in all the ways possible, just because, yeah, they are overrated as hell, but at the same time, they're just one of my favorite performing bands, period. Um, you know, when I, and then another thing too is just like how fun they are live and i also got to see uh you know that with one of my good friends as well and they they really enjoyed the show even though they don't even like green day and it was you know i i, I thought it was a really cool experience overall and you know like i said even though they got one of my worst ratings last year i still love them nonetheless right yeah i'll, I'll even admit too they're pretty good live i saw them open for against me in pittsburgh that was a good show oh wow mm -hmm. that's cool too yeah uh all right Next one, we have a few other ones that we'll talk about. Uh, the band you've seen most live. The band you've seen most live. I'll start and say that mine, without a doubt, I, I know the number. I've seen Rise Against live nine times. Nine Jesus. times I've seen them live. And just about every show I've seen them was incredible. But a couple uh, ones I just want to mention with when I saw them live... The show we saw, the, my dad and I saw them in Pittsburgh. Uh, the show starts, we get a good, you know, 30 seconds of hearing and seeing the music. And then the next five songs, 
five whole songs, it's a fight for survival because the mosh pit was insane. It was probably the craziest experience of my life because it was just a fight for survival. You could not stand in the same spot and like enjoy the show and watch it with where we were because we weren't like in the middle, but we were like we were still up in the front area, but like not exactly on the barry uh on the barricade so it was a very and like somehow we just kept shifting to the right of the stage all the way to like where the entrance was and at one point we were like in a fine position it was already like the sixth song we're like what <laughs> how did this happen you know it was crazy um so there was that one and then another one my favorite moment of seeing them live was when i got to meet the band uh at this uh venue in rochester new york they had this deal going on where if you bought their cd there uh which was like 15 bucks i'm pretty sure 15 or 20 you got to do a meet and greet with the band before their set and they would sign their uh your album and that's what happened like i got it because i was like dude that's a that's a fucking steal. So yeah, I bought the album, got it signed. I even stuck a picture of the band too, because you weren't allowed to take pictures. But I just, I just had to for the memories. And then, um, yeah, and I, my dad even that Christmas, because this was like in May, and then that Christmas that year, he got me like this little like plaque kind of thing with the album signed, the set list that we got that night. We got the set list at the end of the show, and the ticket for that show, and it was absolutely incredible i still have that uh in my room somewhere but it was it was such a good show and i that was like one of the best gifts i ever got to uh music wise so yeah that was the band i've seen the most uh sebastian who have you seen the most so with me it's no surprise i love them very very much uh i have seen the melvins as well as nate nine times uh they are just one of the best performing acts you can ever see for not being as big as I think they should be. Um, they are just so charismatic, so fun, so talented. Uh, I know people like to shit on the songs for sounding very similar to each other, and yes, they do. Okay, I get it. I'm a fan despite these issues, you know. But, oh my god, Dale Grover's drumming or drumming live is masterful. Like, that guy is one of the best drummers out there and he does not get enough credit for being as good as he is just insane and he also does backup vocals too a lot and you can just see just the sweat and like the grit coming from this man he's playing like a very like you know crazy ass drum set like you wouldn't expect that like he looks like he's playing in dream theater more than he's playing in the melvin because all the (laughs) shit he has on his drum kit uh, and like I said, it just depends on the set. Like sometimes he'll like bring in like a Ringo Starr style drum kit and still go fucking ham. Single pedal making it sound like a double pedal. Like this guy is just insane. And I know a lot of great drummers can do the same kind of techniques on a bigger drum set on a smaller one. They'll just make do with the room. But like he does it so fucking well. And not to mention the I, I've I've seen them with three different bass players. I don't remember the first two because they were just kind of. Uh, there for a couple albums but their newest one however Steven McDonald and J.D. Pincus because yes they have two uh, is a great combo because you have J.D. Pincus he's playing all the root note kind of things that you would normally hear a bass player play but then you also have Steven McDonald who would be playing like the lead parts on the bass and 
he's doing just an insane job. Like, I, I remember I was learning a couple Melvin songs off their, like, newest album, uh, Pinkus Abortion Technician. And uh, that, those bass lines, man, it, once you remember that there are two basses, it's a lot easier to follow. But, like, holy shit, I've tried playing both parts on one bass, and it's just, like, it's fucking wild. Like, this absolute anarchy. Like, I, I love the Melvins so much. And they always have some of my favorite merch, too, and, like, art. I don't know what it is, but I just really vibe with their art and everything that they do. So, like I said, they're not expensive to go to. I paid $15 for my most recent show of them. And I had, like, you know, the smaller venues, the Grog Shop over, over here. And, uh, you know, it was a smaller venue, but at the same time, you get the same amount of, like, insanity that you would do with uh, their, you know, smaller sets and everything like that. So, basically, um... Wait, what was that last part? Sorry about that. But, yeah, like... Yeah, even with a smaller venue, they just have great sound. And, yeah, if you haven't seen them, like I said, cheap tickets. You know, I paid 15 for my last show, smaller venue, Grog Shop. It was awesome experience, even though for being as small of a uh, venue as it was. And like I said, they're not the biggest band in the world, so tickets are not expensive. Heavily recommend. Good shit. Uh, Trent, who have you seen the most live? No surprise to anybody. I've seen Steel Panther the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it it's not nine times. Um, I have only seen them four. Uh, twenty twenty would have made it five years in a row. Uh, sadly, twenty twenty, um, I was not able to see them five times. Um, but yeah, Steel Panther. I, I know a lot of people who don't like Steel Panther because of the music like it's supposed to be a joke but it, it is very raunchy um and just like it, it's horrible if <laughs> you like really break it down it's horrible um but it is such a fun show because like they're they're such stagemen you know they they just do shit that like you wouldn't expect at a show like bringing up girls on stage and like all the girls are taking their tops off and stuff like and surprisingly it's pretty cheap i mean i can get in i think what i bought sebastian and i both tickets uh two years ago the last time we saw him and it was like i want to say we only paid like i think i paid like 40 something dollars for two tickets that's not bad it's like it's not bad at all i know and it's like i want to say like with tax i think it was like maybe 50 bucks right the fees Um, will just blow right yeah the fees i yeah, it's like it's like twenty something dollars for the ticket, and then the fees like <laughs> fees just blow it out of the water. Um, but no, yeah, I've seen them the most, and then uh, right behind them is uh, Sabaton. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sabaton and Guns N' Roses. I've seen both of them twice. Um, I think I still remember that yeah, photo. I, I don't know if it was you or your brother that was in it. Like, this was, like, in 2015, I think. But, like, it was, like, at the Agora in, like, the pit area. And, like, it was, like, a few of you were all just, like, yeah. Like, like I think, like, your shirts were off and shit. I don't remember. Whoa, if, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't what the hell are you, you talking or your about? brother. Like, I saw it because um, I'm mutual friends with, like, you know, one of them on Facebook. And, like, there was just a photo of, like, the four of you guys. Maybe you weren't in it, but, like, 
Because I no, I was gonna say that it must have been no. your brother. It must have been your brother. No, my my brother has never been to Sabaton. I can tell you that. Then who was it? I literally have seen a photo. of My this. brother does not like Sabaton. Then it had to have been you. It had maybe to have been you. I've never I've never taken a picture of my shirt off, but yeah, I guess. No, somebody Fuck else it. took it. I think it was like Robert uh, Hogan. I think. I oh, know. oh, Rob Hogan. Yeah, he was there. I was with him. Yeah, because then maybe you. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, because he was he was right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And then like I think my friend Jordan Bertix was there too. Like there's maybe, there's I a knew. few there's a few people I knew from high school that were there. Um, right. Because I was there with like I was there with like Bennett, Justin Reed. Uh, I went with Brandon, Trevor, like, all those people. So that's all the time um, I remember. Yeah. I said like Sabaton. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, that was that show. That was the first show with the uh, Leaves Eyes opened up and then battle beast opened as well that battle beast was so good that's actually where i got in i got into battle beast more because of that um yeah uh, because of time um i'm gonna go into the next one as well um band i want to see live power wolf um because power wolf is just very very cool Mm -hmm. um and i always wanted to see him i really just want to go to vakan open air the festival because I get to see all the European bands that I can't see, um, like Powerwolf, because they don't really come, and then you know maybe Rammstein or somebody else, um, and then I'll go into the last one. I'm not gonna say what it was, but um, I've been offered almost Larry every drug at a concert. I've been offered cocaine, weed, um, random pills that I don't know what they are, ecstasy, um, Molly, uh, LSD. Uh, literally everything except for I want like probably heroin. I've never been offered, but I've probably been offered literally thing. probably a good drug. thing though. <laughs> yeah, probably a good thing. Um, I have not taken any. Well, I've taken one of those. Um, but no, yeah, I've been I've been offered literally everything. It, it, it it's whack how like nice people are at metal shows. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie was the one I got offered. Uh, Molly, and or ecstasy, whichever one. Um, and then at Steel Panther the second and third time I was there, I got offered cocaine and random pills. Uh, and then Slayer, I got offered weed. Um, yeah, it's just whack shit. Um, <laughs> and then also uh, another band I want to see live, Event Sevenfold, because my tickets got revoked. Oh. Yeah, well, I bought tickets for my brother and I when he got back. It was the, he had a two-week leave uh, from boot camp. Uh, from the Marine Corps, and I, know I bought both of us tickets to go see Event Sevenfold at Blossom. It was Event Sevenfold, Rise Against in Three Days Grace, um, and that was actually the sh- they had to cancel that tour because M Shadows uh, had um, like a cyst or something in his throat. He couldn't sing. Oh, yeah, or he had something. Something happened with his throat, and he couldn't sing. He, he had to cancel the entire tour until he got better. It sucked because, like, I like I love Event Sevenfold. I really do. I always have, um, and I really just. I just wanted to go see him because it would have been so cool. You know, my brother and I, we, we love Avenged Sevenfold. So, yeah, there, there's that. Good shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll do mine too, like all in one here of uh, Bantha yeah. Lucia, then extra stuff. Um, so, I really want to see Bring Me the Horizon still. It's been a big thing of mine that I've just really wanted to see them. Absolutely love the band and everything and just, you know, everything they put out, especially after, like, the whole phase of, oh, I only listen to metal, like, after that, and, like, once they've done ex- more experimental stuff, I've been like, oh, yeah, this is some good shit. So, just really want to see them live. And then, uh, some other moments that I just want to mention, I mean, any metal show ever, or hardcore show that I've been to has just been, mwah. 
uh, I absolutely everything about it is just incredible when you go to those kind of shows. Like I encourage everybody who's never been to a metal show or a hardcore show to just go for the experience. I mean, bring earplugs if like you have sensitive ears, which I totally understand. It it's a very it's a heavy environment, so it makes sense. But it's just the whole the brotherhood thing and the everyone's kind of like there for you aside from the drunk assholes you know i mean every show's gonna have that though so like that can't just be like you know something that you know makes you not want to go but it's every metal show i've been to has been incredible nine times out of ten there's been some experiences i can't really name at the top of my head but i mean the last show i went to before covid hit was you know a hardcore slash metal show and it was just if that was my last show, as I always say, it I would not be disappointed if that was my last show ever. It was perfect. The bands were tight. The pit was awesome. I moshed a little bit. Everyone was great. Uh, yeah. Like, that's that's just some of the big things, you know? Uh, but, yeah, Sebastian, uh, artists that you want to see live and uh, any other moments you want to mention? Uh, I, I want to see a band live. D- yeah. Yeah. Just in general, I mean, yeah, I mean, as a, I mean, you know this too, we both just have had just, it, it feels weird not seeing shows, like, ever. It just, it, it feels weird just sitting around doing nothing all year, basically, but obviously everybody's feeling that, so I'm not going to go too far, but uh, an actual band I would love to see live, uh, hmm. this one, for me, Run the Jewels being one of them, Uh I almost saw them with Rage Against the Machine. Of course, COVID couldn't happen. Um, other than that, I really want to see. Um, my God, I'm drawing a blank. I am sorry. Uh, oh, I want to see. I want to see Dance Gavin dance live. I, I know we saw tickets. Right. And you haven't yeah. seen them yet. We had the tickets. Yeah. Who knows yeah, if that's gonna happen? But i know like we were supposed to see them twice last year and uh well i was supposed to see them twice alone last year and um wait twice wait twice yeah because they were gonna be at sonic temple (gasps) oh that's right that's right literal like dream festival for me as far as like favorites go my thought was it was the sonic temple that you went to and you just missed them but i remember now that they were on the bill for 2020's sonic temple oh that's such a shame I know. I I would have I would have saw them one hundred percent there. Obviously, I would have saved the whole set. Um, They're good but... live too. Like they they don't disappoint. Even when they uh, the show I saw them without Tillian because he was out that show because he had a concussion. They they oh. were still decent. Who sang? Was it just a random dude or was it uh, was no. it the guitarist? So here's the part that was kind of fucky about that. Uh, they had yes, the guitarist do some parts, but most of Tillian's lines were sung by the crowd, which I was like, all right, this is only acceptable, okay. only acceptable because this is just a one-off. Like this is just the one they show. Still have John Mess at least. Oh yeah, and he's still screaming, of course. But like, if this was like the whole tour where like that was happening with the majority, I would not be happy. That would be pretty disappointing. But they still oh, pulled it off. Yeah, and then um, one more band I do really want to see live. It's sadly one I've missed the opportunity to. Uh, I really want to see Sabaton. I almost saw Sabaton uh, twice. And sorry if you hear my dog going nuts with the <laughs> That's um, cute, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. She she takes squeakers and just goes absolutely ham. Love but, that. Um, I was going to say, with... Uh, 
yeah, I've always wanted to see Sabaton live because they're just one of the coolest sounding bands I think I've ever heard. So, like, I would just love to hear that sound in a live setting. But, yeah, other than that, um, other fun concert moments. I mean, I told you about the Random Edible. Uh, that was a fun one. Uh, and then another one, too, was I almost fought a guy next to me during Slipknot. Um, oh, yeah. But, and this is, like, more of, like, a dumb thing. that It didn't ruin the show, so I didn't put this in my least favorites. But, like this guy the whole time he kept like grabbing onto me and he's like dude i'm old enough to be your dad and like he was like you know drunk as all could be and like the whole show he was like getting more cakes you know those like fish bowls you can like drink out for some shows yeah he had like i think five of them by the time slipknot came on jesus christ oh dude so he started getting like really rowdy because he was like why is there no mosh pits allowed and of course i was thinking the same thing but like obviously i'm not gonna go stupid about it right but he started like he literally pushed me into my friend jackson and then jackson was like okay i'm done with this dude and he like pushes me into him and then i just like completely like knock this dude over because he's like just blackout drunk at this point and then he falls over and he's not like knocked out or anything he's just he just starts throwing up like everywhere oh my god and i'm like like holy shit like we we got to move up two more rows because of it because the security guard was really cool with us but um the security guard's like is this guy giving you trouble and i'm like yeah like this guy just freaking pushed me and then i pushed him back and he like puked all over the place and the guy was like okay yeah he's probably really fucking drunk and he just literally took him out on like a gurdy like oh um, yeah and then uh the other fun moment too was during uh was during Flesh God Apocalypse, I think it was. Oh, yeah. The Death Wall, obviously. Yeah, we talked and, about that uh, last week. That was such a fun moment. Yeah, and then, like, during that, I remember seeing, like, a guy helicopter another dude. Oh, <laughs> that's right! That was, that was the most unforeseen thing I could have ever seen in a mosh pit. Like, there was this, like, sumo wrestler-sized dude, and then there was, like, this twig of a man they symbiotically combined to form this helicopter of meat just flying <laughs> everywhere like the guy like the skinny guy jumped on top of the like fat dude and he like started like twirling around while his legs were while the skinny dude's legs were just flying everywhere and it was just wild like i almost got hit like three times because i was like this was like during a circle pit like portion it, it just it just it kept amplifying uh and then another one happened at sonic temple I was I was watching Mashuga. You know this story very well. Mm -hmm. um, I was crowd surfing for my very first time because my friend was like, "Hey, would you mind watching my stuff?" And I'm gonna go crowd surfing. And he just told me he didn't even like he didn't even give me time to answer. He just jumped up. He gave me his phone. He gave me his wallet. Everything. I'm like, dude, this is a huge ass venue. I can't fucking find you. So I'm like, I'm gonna go up after him. So I went crowd surfing. This is before Bleed, or sorry, not Mishuga, it's not Bleed, but like Mashuga came on. This is like during like the transitional part. So I start going up, the band is like ready. I'm like, okay, let's keep going, you know, keep going, you know, I got a good flow, I'm right by, I'm right by my dude. And then like, all of a sudden, all I hear are the triplets starting in Bleed, and then a mosh pit forms underneath me, and then I fall backwards onto my head. And I start getting trampled over by all these fucking huge ass sweaty dudes. And I'm just like, I'm just like crawling out of there because I have, I'm a small guy. I'm like, I'm like five, five, 
you know, I'm not like a huge tank that can just get up and start moshing his way out. Like I, I need to get the shit out of there, you know? Right. I'm like, I'm holding my bong in one hand too. I'm like, I'm trying to get the shit out of here. And like, you know, I'm crawling, I get out finally. And I see my friend and he's just like waiting by like a taco stand getting food. And I like, I go by him and I'm like, dude, did you pretty, I have your wallet. And he's like, Oh yeah, you're right. Cause him and I were both like pretty toasted at that point. <laughs> and like, um, other than that, I'll tell like one more while we're, while we're still here. Um, one insanely cool moment. I went to a, uh, I was really, really young. I saw an Alice in Chains cover band called Grind. They're actually really, really good. Uh, I don't know if they're still around, but I really love the look. Like, they look, sound exactly like the band. They look identical. Like, the guy was very skinny. He had blonde hair. He wore sunglasses. He had the goatee. He had leather gloves. Looked exactly like Lane Staley. And I was very young, and I'm like, God, these guys are like gods to me, you know? Like, this is awesome. Like, I've never seen Alice in Chains live, and I wouldn't be able to with Lane Staley anymore, obviously, because he passed away in 2002. And, like, I saw this dude, and afterwards, like, my dad and I saw him on the stairs over, like, by the, over by, like, the entrance to the stage. And, like, I walked up to him, and I was, like, fanboying, because, like, I was very young. And I was like, oh, my God, this was, like, amazing. Like, I've never, I, I would never be able to see them live, but you, you guys did awesome, and all that kind of stuff. And the guy was like, hell yeah, my man. And he gave me, uh, he gave me a signed uh, CD, and then he gave me the leather gloves that he wore as well, which I still have. Oh, how cool. Yeah, so that's, like, one of my favorites. Even though, yeah, it was a cover band and stuff, like, I still think stuff like that is really, really cool. Especially, like, to such a young person who just really likes music, you know, especially something like that, you know. It can, it can like, change a person's, like, view on music, and it can be, like, their favorite thing in the world forever and always. Like, now it is for me. Mm-hmm. absolutely so, yeah that's that's a bit of fun from concerts uh you know other than that i mean i could we can probably do another episode but like i used to be in a show choir with nate and Trent, and i got a bunch of stories from there but right yeah you know. <laughs> those were fun days yeah. those were fun days too um but yeah there there you have it guys this is our concerts episode uh hope you enjoyed it hope, hope you guys uh have some fun concert moments of your own too uh and a big fingers crossed that at least sometime later this year or early next year we can get back to going to shows i want to beat my record again of most shows i've seen live which is like 36 i'm pretty sure or like maybe lower 30s somewhere in that range i that was 2019 yeah that was my 2019 yeah, i would say that's my year of seeing the most because i saw a whole fuck ton with you too mm-hmm. yeah we went to like a good amount especially like i mean that was the year we went to ramstein uh rings of saturn was that year uh and then there was another one i almost passed. no we were su- you were supposed to come with jackson and i to rivers of nile but you got held up with work unfortunately same thing with Tower of the Creator, and I will never forgive my Yeah! Wife. Oh, yeah, except the ticket. Oh, yeah. My buddy Dave got a... I, I, I gave him, like, a freebie to see Tyler the Creator, the sold-out show in Columbus. That was that was a fun show. Very unfortunate he couldn't go, but next time he's around, we'll definitely go to that one. Um, But, yeah. Thank you, Sebastian and Trent in Spirit, as always, for joining. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been the Music Corner with the 808s, and we are signing off.